Welcome to Boy Boy Time Podcast. We're gonna get lady time, yeah. Oh, it's your boy, Boy Time Podcast. Coming in with the slam dunk of a theme song. Hi, ho, ho, it's me, Drizzy Drake, back at it again with a new episode of the Boy Time Podcast. And as always, I'm joined by Babby. Yeah. 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 Uh, yep. That was my the best Drake impression I could do, I think. Wow, was it very like high pitch? That's how that's how he sounds. Yeah. Thank you. I, I don't know about that. I, I, that's that's a Drake's tone. Whenever he does the two Z slide. No. Okay. Well, way to embarrass me in my own podcast. Sorry. We're just uh, I think we should be reputable sources, so oh, okay. we gotta like call each other out. Yeah, <laughs> make sure we're That's responsible. Right. Yeah, this does play uh, into our journalistic integrity. Yeah. No, no misinfo. That's right. Drake doesn't actually sound like that. Yeah. Frankly, I've never heard a Drake record. I've only heard the Tuesday slide, and it does make me go quite hard. Not in a sex way, but in a epic dance kind of way, you know? Yeah. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, we actually have a slam dunk episode. There's a lot of things happening. Um, big gaming moment, big movie moment. Uh, I think that's really the two big things. But there's also some show news, some who asked for this news. Return of everyone's favorite segment. Let's go. Uh, and then I don't have any music things. Sounds like the music segment's going to be pretty short this week. Does that sound correct? Spoilers. Well, yeah. I'm, I, I'm getting everybody a taste of what they're getting into, you know? Yes. As if a you know, couple-minute discussion on whether or not my Drake impression was good uh, didn't hook them in, and I got to get them in another way, you know? Okay. Okay. Um, so I guess we'll start off with. Um, see, this is always the hard part. I don't know where to start. Um, is it good to start off with gaming, or is it good to start off with the stuff that we have the least amount of stuff for? Don't we usually start with gaming? I suppose. Yeah, we can just do gaming stuff then. There was this was a big week for gaming. Um, especially like the business side of it. Uh, we've been reeling for the past couple days over this whole, um, Xbox and Activision deal. Um, so, but, or, you know, Microsoft, uh, continually, you know, buying huge studios, uh, like they just bought Bethesda and now they're buying, uh, Activision, Blizzard, and King. I think that's the all three of the big companies that are in there. Um, and I think this is a pretty... I don't know if it's a smart move to buy all of them. I think it's smart to buy King because I don't think Microsoft had a um, mobile division. So that kind of makes sense. Uh, kind of a weird move to jump in the bed with Activision Blizzard uh, right now. Right? I mean, they're at rock bottom, so... Yeah, that's true. There's no way you can go down. And now Phil Spencer will they save just, them. They just predatory, like, yoink. Yeah. I don't know exactly the business behind it all. Uh, the deal is, I believe... Honestly, I can't find a solid number. I see $68 billion some places, billion. or $70 billion other places... Um, but it hasn't closed yet, so it could still technically be in negotiation, I think. I'm not a businessman, so I have no idea how that works. Um, so it's somewhere in the ballpark of $70 billion, um, that Microsoft is buying this um, very big um, publishing developing firm, um, which is another big get for Xbox Game Pass. Um I think there's just been like details coming out the past couple of days, um, uh, mainly about 
you know, cross-platform things, especially with Call of Duty being owned by Activision. Um, Call of Duty is, I guess, traditionally in the past couple of years has been a, not PlayStation exclusive, but it's like PlayStation gets all the advertising rights for Call of Duty and they get like the betas first. Um, so they've been like a quasi exclusive, but not at all. I don't know. They just get some benefits. Um, I think that was really the only thing. Like, I guess Blizzard having like Overwatch coming to Switch or PlayStation, I feel like those are pretty safe if and when Overwatch 2 comes out. That that's going to be cross-platform. I think it makes sense to sell your game to as many consoles as possible. And I don't think a whole lot of Xbox gamers are going to be super into Overwatch anyways. Well, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, they will. They like shooters. Um, But I think the big thing was uh, that Bobby Kotick, as far as I can tell, is uh, it's a little bit up in the air whether or not he's still going to be the CEO. Uh, When the deal first dropped earlier this week, um, the story was that he was going to stay on as CEO. Um even though uh, all of the sexual assault <laughs> that was going on in um, Activision Blizzard that was, uh, you know, done by him. Uh, and despite all of the gaming uh, industries, pleased to say, hey, get this guy out of here. Um, sounded like he was still going to be there, um, but someone did an interview with him. Uh, sounds like he... Might not be the CEO anymore. I have I heard no he's idea. Stepping down, so that's what it sounds like. Um, his quote is post close the the closing of the deal. I will be available when needed, um, which makes it sound like he's not gonna be um, in the CEO. But that also is pretty ambiguous. Like that's not a definitive. I will be CEO. I will not be CEO. It's like. I'll be here. So <laughs> I don't know. Uh, he sounds like he's still going to be attached to the company in some way. Um, but th- we're still super early on in this deal. Um, so we, we just don't know what's going to happen. Um, but there's been some other developments, uh, on top of that. Um, So going back to the COD thing, uh, since the original drop, it looks like that uh, Microsoft and Sony have kind of done a big kissy-kissy, and it sounds like that COD is still going to be on both consoles, except I'm pretty sure it's going to be an Xbox thing now. I would be... I think that would be the biggest surprise ever if PlayStation still got the advertising stuff. Xbox had it before, so they'll just get it back now. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's what's going to happen. Um, and it also looks like that COD is looking to stop yearly releases now. They say that every year. I know, but Phil Spencer... It might actually happen. They might. Of this, but, yeah, yeah, they've been talking about that for 10 years. I think that would be good, though. I think, oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, this is, like, Phil Spencer kind of did a sit-down thing. Uh, Phil Spencer is the CEO of uh, Xbox, so I'm going to be referencing him. That is who he is. Um, he did the sit down. No Xbox. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's the Xbox man. Um, and he was said that he does, he wants, you know, COD to stop doing these yearly releases. Uh, and he still was like, you know, going to release them on PlayStation. He also is looking to revive guitar hero. Uh, kind of, an out-of-the-blue thing, but good on you, I guess. That'd be kind of epic. There's a good market for it at this point. There's a market for it. enough. Yeah. It's been a long enough time where it's like, yeah, you could probably do one now. We'll just have to see. I That might be an Xbox exclusive, maybe. That's fine. Yeah, as long as it's back. I don't know. Sony stays taking L's, so. Yeah, they didn't really... Did Horizon? No, Horizon has not come out yet. That comes out, oh, yeah. like, in, in a couple, couple weeks. weeks. Um, 
Yeah, so we'll see how that goes. I'm not going to be getting that one. Because uh, I haven't played the first one, and I didn't really like the first one, because they used the stupid AI uh, automatically generated mouth movements, and that's my pet peeve. Uh, so I am not playing that. I don't know if this new one has the mouth movements done by a robot, but I don't know. I don't feel like the story really matters. You're just hunting robot dinosaurs. Um, but that's everything that happens in the Xbox dealio. Um, we do have some other gaming news. Because uh, we got, uh, I think, the Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker Saga trailer thing. Uh, it was like six minutes long. Uh, and it's it was pretty much like all gameplay. Like, this thing, like, they're really going, you know, balls to the wall. Uh, it seems like most of it's done by now. Hopefully. I, I, I feel like that this time it's for real, though. Um, I don't know. Did you watch the video? Oh, that's a serious question. I thought you liked Lego Star Wars. No. No, 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 no. Oh, Okay. Uh, yeah, so the Lego Star Wars, uh, it got an official release date. Uh, it is April 5th of this year, um, which, going back to the Bespin Bulletin thing I talked about last week, uh, a day before the trailer dropped, he said that, uh, April 5th was going to be the release date, and then it, it was. Uh, so that does lead some credibility towards... Uh, the new Jedi Fallen Order sequel coming out later this year, and the KOTOR remake having, like, God of War gameplay, which would be super weird, but I would be super down for it. Um, but uh, back to the matter at hand. Um, looks like that uh, it's going to be... I mean, we knew that it was going to be really different from the original... Uh, Lego Star Wars game, uh, but now it's looking to be super crazy, where I think in the original uh, game, the Complete Saga specifically, you had like, you know, you had your Jedis and your Siths, and then there was just Blaster, and then the droids, and then uh, small people, I guess, that can go in little holes. Um, it looks like there's about like... I didn't get an exact number, but there's like a bunch of different character types and they like separated it out like the blaster types a little bit more. So instead of just being just a blaster, it was like hero and villain, bounty hunter and scoundrel. I think that's the four of them. Um, and then each one of those uh, character types are going to have skill trees. Um, so as you're like exploring the open world, you're going to be getting these like kyber bricks i guess that's what they're called um and these are going to be like you know i don't think there's like a exact parallel to compare to to like the complete saga but like in some lego games like in the open world there are like you know gold bricks or something that you can find in the open world and then if you get them all then you get a 100% and then that's pretty much it there's not really a whole lot of incentive to going out uh, and getting them, unless you're a completionist. Um, but now, uh, all of the character types are going to have skill trees that you can unlock new abilities or new passive traits, uh, and then upgrade those with these kyber bricks, so they're really pushing you to uh, not only just play the missions of uh, each of the movies, but, you know, go out into the different planets. They have, like, so many different planets. I think it's pretty much every planet from uh, the movies that at least had a substantial scene. Like, you're not going to be seeing, like, uh, Felucia or something where the where uh, blue uh, Twi'lek chick gets killed in Revenge of the Sith. Like, but you're seeing, like, the other ones. You're getting, like, all of the planets from episodes one through nine, so there's a, a lot. Um, so you can just go wherever you want, I think. 
Um, it's a little bit ambiguous as to whether or not you can just like get in a ship the first time you load up the game and then just go to a, any planet you want, or if you're generally going to be unlocking those as you play. Uh, if I was to guess, it would probably be the latter, where uh, you're probably going to need to play a mission on that planet first before it's unlocked in the open world, but that isn't exactly clear. Um, let's see here. Uh, it looks like that they've overhauled the melee system, which I think we already knew. Uh, this is uh, in a completely new engine. Um, up until this point, LEGO games have been uh, pretty much exclusively just been working on the original LEGO Star Wars engine, and then they've just been tweaking it. Um, so all of the games essentially feel the same, just with minor touch-ups and flourishes based on what movie they're recreating or whatever they're doing. Um, but now this is like a brand new engine from the ground up. Uh, it looks like even like the droids are going to be getting like melee combos. Like it looks to be like DMC or something where like uh, you're going to be trying to like build up the biggest combo possible, which I'm not usually the biggest fan of that. Um, but I mean... It could be fun. It looks like that every single character has like unique animations and unique combos. Um, so that's that's pretty cool, um, depending on how that uh, works. Um, let's see here. Um, I took so many notes. I'm trying to find exactly what's going on. Um, Oh yeah, so going back to the open world bit, um, as you're like getting in a ship and flying to different planets and stuff, uh, it sounds like there are going to be random encounters as you exit out of hyperspace. Um, so say you're playing in like the original trilogy uh, time zone, because I think you have to choose what era you're in. Um, so like you exit out of hyperspace in the original trilogy uh, and then oops, there's a big Star Destroyer there, and then you have to, like, escape a bunch of TIE Fighters, um, which would be kind of cool. I like that idea. Um, uh, and I think that's pretty much it in terms of um, gameplay that was revealed. Uh, like, there's been, uh, you know, de developer interviews and things since then, but, you know... Uh, I'm not really going to report on any of the nitty-gritty stuff. If you want, there are a bunch of clickbait uh, LEGO Star Wars news channels out there, so just do that. Um, the exciting thing for me, though, is uh, at the end of the trailer, they had like an after, uh, like an after credit scene where they went through a bunch of the extras in the game, uh, and Mumble Mode is, is confirmed to be in the game. Um, so for those who aren't aware, the original Lego Star Wars game had no voice acting dialogue. Um, everybody in the game was just kind of like, kind of like doing weird mumbly stuff instead of just talking. Um, which, uh, if you want to know a little bit, like a big deep dive into the original, uh, Lego Star Wars game. Uh, Eddie Burback just did a great video on it. Uh, well, it's Eddie Burback and his, his brother Tony Burback. Uh, they have a collab channel just called Burback. Um, very good. They do a lot of video game, uh, video essay stuff. Um, and they're fun. Uh, and they kind of go into, like, the mumble stuff and how it works in that game, where it probably wouldn't work for any other game. But because those movies are so iconic um, and, you know, like you don't necessarily need like dialogue because, uh, you know, everyone's seen Star Wars at this point. Um, so, you know, that was kind of why that worked. And plus it saved space and they didn't really have to hire a whole lot of voice actors, uh, especially since the first game came out in like 2005 or 2004, I think it was 5, because Re Revenge of the Sith. Um, 
And then the, the second one actually came out a year later. So they built a whole game in a year. So the only way that they were able to make that kind of turnaround would be to like take some shortcuts and stuff. Um, and plus they were also, you know, they benefited from having Lego sets that they could turn into models and, you know, they could build it in real life and then see it and then just kind of translate that into the game world. Um, instead of just having to come up with things by yourself. Um, so there was a lot of, you know, discussion when the first trailer for the Skywalker saga, uh, came out. Um, one of the big talking points that they were talking about was that they were going to get this whole cast of voice actors coming back and, uh, well, not coming back, but they're going to be voicing the characters. Um, I don't think that we knew any specifics then, um, but I think some people, uh, you know, since it is similar to the complete saga in that it is the complete saga, just with the sequels now, um, it like people wanted that mumble mode back and then they said they were going to look into it. And then we hadn't heard anything about that since the reveal trailer in like 2019, 2018. I don't remember. Um, and so they straight up confirmed that you can... Uh, have mumble mode on for, I don't know if you have to unlock it because it, it is in the extras menu, but who knows? That's, but that's pretty chill. I don't know if I'll do mumble mode. Um, I might, but the, the, the lip animations won't match and that that's really going to get on my nerves. So I'm uh, not probably going to do that, but yeah, so that is, Basically everything. Uh, I think the what what else did I write in my notes? Oh, uh, just my thoughts. Um, my thoughts on the game as it looks right now it looks pretty pretty good, actually. If if you know, it's gonna turn out that good is, you know, another thing. Uh, this game has gone through I think three delays at this point, which isn't the best sign. Um, as we know from Cyberpunk, uh, which I don't want to compare this game to Cyberpunk, really, because I don't think the scale is uh, <laughs> the same. Um, but, yeah, I, I think it looks good so far. I'm liking the overall feel of everything based on the uh, gameplay footage, um, and there was a lot of gameplay in, in the footage. Um, I'm... I'm excited to get into fly around in a ship. Um, I think that's always one of my favorite parts of, of Star Wars games, especially is flying around and things, um, which is a shocker that I didn't like Star Wars Squadrons as much as other people. Um, but, you know, that's fine. Um, and I wanted to, uh, you know, give my thoughts, because you can actually choose when you want to start. So, uh, you, you know, you're going to be playing through all the movies if you complete the story, but when you start out the game, you can either start at episode one, episode four, or episode seven, um, just the start of any of the trilogies. Uh, and I think, and I don't know if this is going to be a popular opinion, but I think I'm going to start with the sequels, uh, because I want to get them out of the way, because I don't want to end with the sequels and then have to slog through the sequel trilogy. So I think that's my game plan. Um, and is that a smart decision? I don't know. Let me know in the comments down below. Uh, or don't. Because I'm not going to be swayed. So I think that's whatever. Um, but yeah, I think that's about it. Uh, I will say that there is some confusing things with the pre-orders. Uh, I I pre-ordered it from uh, Best Buy, but that's only because you get a free steelbook case, and uh, I was I wanted the steelbook case, and I knew I was gonna go physical with it because I wanted a physical copy of Lego Star Wars. Like I think, uh, I I think I still have the Force Awakens or Lego Star Wars: The Force Awakens. Uh, I think I saw that physical, but I just wanted a physical one of this one too. Um, so I'd recommend getting it from Best Buy if you like 
steel bookcases. But I think that's just about it for gaming. Um, unless you have any gaming news, Babby. No. I never want to steamroll you. Steam. Funny. No. I don't have anything. <laughs> okay. Um, you have started God of War. I have. I just am not far enough to talk about it yet. So, Do you like when Kratos says boy? I think that is really fun. I do like that. It's yeah. very cool. He's a fun guy. This is just Last of Us with big muscular men and orcs and giants. Yeah, I know. It's, cool. it's, it's <laughs> Last of Us, but uh, Kratos is a, a, a borderline no abusive dad. Yeah. So it's pretty fun. Yeah, and there's no women in it. Well, uh, um, not not necessarily yeah. true. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't like my games to be political, so this is, this yeah, is going good. For it's, me. it's good that it isn't political. There's yeah. no women yeah. in the game. Except exactly. that's not true. Spoiler alert, that's, that's well, not I'm true. I'm going to stop playing it then. Okay. That's why, like, some people like were really mad. my games. Well, remember when like the, the the Ragnarok trailer came out, and then there was like, um, the black chick in it, and then like some oh, people yeah, were really like, mad. Yeah. They're yeah. like, well, "You can't have black it. women in video games." It's like, it exist. <laughs> it's like, what do you mean? I think they were like, "This is ancient Norse mythology. Black people weren't in Norway, but it's also like okay. the, you aren't in Norway. Like this is a yeah. very fictional. This is a fictional realm. Yeah." It's a giant turtle house. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. You weirdos. I don't know. This is These are probably the same people that were mad that Ellie was gay. Oh, yeah, for sure. So, Even though it was prefaced, like, literally lot. five years before the trailer. Yeah. So, so uh, we don't have to talk about them. No, yeah. But Pretty you're enjoying so the game with God yeah. of War? Okay. That's good. Um. I remember when I first played God of War, I, I ignored the runic attacks, uh, and I still oh, kind of ignore the runic attacks. Oh, okay. Because I like I it's chopping easier things. on PC. It probably is. It's easier to learn the combos and stuff. Yeah. I don't know. I just love chopping things. I get the executioner swing, where you charge up mm. the axe, and then that's, that's the only move I use. I'm just going hard in the throwing. And the throwing the... is good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a big fan of that game. So we'll we'll give a little bit more in depth when uh you finish the game. Cause um yeah, well you I, whatever. Uh let's move on to show news. There's just a little bit of show news. Ozark season four part one came out this week has seven episodes, and we haven't seen any of them yet. We will next week. Not all of them. Uh, we still have two episodes in Succession Season 2, and then we are going to be starting Ozark. So next week we will be giving our thoughts on Succession Season 2, and then the week after that it will be Ozark Season 4 Part 1, and then the week after that... Succession 3? Because there's only 9 episodes in 3. So we might be... There's, there might be a runner of show discussions here um, for the next couple weeks. But that's okay. I think that's the best stuff that we do when we go in-depth and analyze True. things. Um, so... That's kind of what we're known for. That's right. We're very famous in certain circles for breaking stuff like that down. Um, so... You know, strap in for that next week. Don't have anything. Uh, we have been watching Succession Season 2, and it is very good. I've, I'm thoroughly enjoying it. Um, Logan makes me very angry, but that's fine. That's the point. Um, so we'll talk about that more next week. We did get some show news, though. Uh, the Cuphead show, which I forgot was even a thing, but that is coming out February 18th on Netflix. Um, I watched the trailer, 
Did you see the trailer, perchance? I think I've seen screenshots, but I don't think I've seen the whole thing. Okay. Um, I'm a little bit disappointed. It doesn't feel like a rubber hose-like show, which I don't know if that would even necessarily be successful, but especially since the game is all that style, it feels like, like Gravity Falls or something. So still, like, quality animation, but it just doesn't feel like, you know, the source material it's going for. Um, so I was a little bit disappointed. Um, but who knows? I might check it out just because I'm bored and I need stuff to do. So I might check it out in a couple weeks, um, give a report. Uh, so we'll see. But that's coming out February 18th. Uh, and then we got uh, the first reveal trailer for the Lord of the Rings television program. Uh, that is uh, the Amazon Prime exclusive, the, the most expensive TV show in history. Uh, I don't have the budget, but you guys got to believe me that that is an actual fact. Um, we got the official title and the official release date. Um, I don't think there's any word on whether or not that this is like a weekly show or if they're just going to drop it all at once. I don't know how Amazon works. I feel like when I hear people talk about stuff like The Boys, it's like they just drop them all at once. But I don't know. Do you know? Um, no, I don't. I feel like they just drop them all at once. The only time we've really used it is when it's like TV shows that are already out. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, like when we watched Saul. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but that's coming out on September 2nd. So I didn't even know that was coming out this year. So that's like pretty, I'm not going to say super early because it's still more than halfway through the year. But it isn't like November or December. Uh, and we got the official uh, title, and it is Lord of the Rings, colon, the Rings of Power. Uh, and I believe that this is a prequel to Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit. Like, this is set way before, uh, I believe it is, like, the actual forging of the rings and, like, who gets them before. Like, we know that they, like, you know, uh, I think nine of them go to men and then, like, a couple of them go to the elves and the dwarves and then Sauron gets the big one. Um, so I think that's what this is. I think it's also going into a little bit of the, the Cimmerillion, uh, which is the crazy, the Lord of the Rings, like encyclopedia history book that, uh, Tolkien wrote where it like gave the origin of the universe and like the gods and stuff. Um, and it's really complicated. I tried to watch a video on it just cause I was, I, I like Lord of the Rings, so I, I wanted to check it out, and it was way too complicated for me. I don't know how that man wrote like that um, and still had it be accessible to some people. Um, so I think it's going to be digging into that a little bit, um, but we, like, it was hardly anything. It was just the title and the release date. I will say that it was done, the re reveal title was, like, like someone pouring like molten metal into like a cast, like in a blacksmithing. And it was like actual, that's like practical effect. Like they, they released a behind the scenes for the reveal trailer. And it was pretty cool that they did that authentically. Um, so I'll probably check that out. Not probably. I, I am going to see that. Um, we'll have to see who's in it. I, I'm very interested to see who they're going to get in this and who they're going to be playing. Um, I think the only person that I would know would have to be in it would be, I think, Celebrimbor is the elvish guy who, uh, made the rings. So he would, uh, I would assume would have to be in it. Um, otherwise I'm going to riot and sue Jeff Bezos for medical malpractice. I don't know. Fraud. I don't yeah. know. Libel. Disrespecting uh, the dead. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I think those could apply. Yeah. So, 
yeah, but that's all the show news. Just a couple release dates um, for stuff. Now, movie stuff, we have a, not as much about uh, as gaming, but a fair amount. Um, very early this week, I actually was like, did we talk about this last week? I think it must have like came out like last weekend uh, or something, or maybe like Monday. Um, but there is going to be an official Weird Al biopic. Uh, I assume you have heard of this, correct? No. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> I expected you to see it because it was like all over uh, Twitter that day. Um, I don't really have time to check things anymore. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Um, so it's called Weird colon the Al Yankovic story. Um, and Daniel Radcliffe is going to be playing Weird Al Yankovic, which uh, I'm going to be honest, it's kind of a weird pick. Um, but I, I don't know if Daniel Radcliffe can sing or um, play the accordion. I, I have no idea. Um, but it's produced by Funny or Die, which I guess makes sense. Um, and it's being released on the Roku app, so no it's one's trash. Gonna, yeah, no it's one's gonna see it. Garbage. Uh, but it is written by Weird Al Yankovic, okay. um, so there's a chance. Uh, and I believe that this is like a feature. Uh, version of a short film that they already did on Funny or Die. Or maybe... I don't remember if it was a book. I think he may have wrote the book called Weird, the Al Yankovic story, and now they're, and now they're turning it into a movie. Um, so, who knows? I probably won't see it, but it was just crazy enough that I was like, they're releasing a Weird Al biopic on the Roku app starring Daniel Radcliffe as Weird Al Yankovic. This is going to be the weirdest movie ever. It's kind of like that Nick Cage movie. The oh, the one where he's playing himself and he's with Pedro Pascal. Have you seen that trailer? Mm, no. Rick, I think it's called like The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent where... It's like written by Nick Cage and he's playing Nick Cage and Pedro Pascal is playing this like Spanish billionaire who is like the biggest Nick Cage fan ever and he thinks he's like a legend and it's it's being heralded as the most Nick Cage movie ever which if how many times I just said Nick Cage in the past like paragraph uh, are an indication then yeah probably. Um, but yeah, that's, it's kind of giving me those vibes where it's like, this is going to be probably bad, but who knows? Since, since Al Yankovic is writing it, there could be a chance, you know, um, we'll have to see how involved he is. Um, then the other two movie news, I think they're going to be good. These two movies are going to be good and you can trust me on that. Um, and the first one is the Batman. So I, I don't really need to defend myself there. Um, but the Batman has officially gone gold, as we, as we gamers say. Uh, Matt Reeves has officially finished his cut of the movie, um, and it's officially ready for release. We just have to wait for the, the day to come out. Uh, any delays are going to be studio side, because Matt was <laughs> pretty upfront. With being like, yep, this thing's ready. I just finished it. Okay, see you, see you in uh, March. Um, so that's pretty exciting. Nice to see that they've uh, finished the movie. It's done. It's on a disc somewhere in Warner Brothers headquarters. Uh, or maybe a VHS. I'm not sure what format they use. Um, and we got the official runtime. Uh, and it is two hours and 55 minutes. Um, which makes it the longest Batman movie, uh, not counting Justice League, but I don't count Justice League, um, and third longest superhero movie um, behind Endgame at three hours and two minutes, and, of course, Zack Snyder's bloated Justice League at four hours and two minutes. 
Um, yeah, I forgot how long that movie is. Um, so that's pretty exciting. Um, we talked about this last week that it officially got raided um, by the MPAA. Um, so it's, it's done. Now, I believe it's like early March, isn't it? It's like March 4th when the movie's coming out. Um, it's in the first half of the month. I don't remember the exact date. Yeah. It's 4th or 14th or somewhere around there. March 4th. Okay. So we just got really like a month and a half. Well, by the time this podcast comes out, it's like yeah. a month and a week. Um, so exciting stuff. Nice to, I hope that this is good. I, I would be shocked if I went into this movie and I come out being disappointed. But... I have been surprised before. Um, and then another little bit of movie news that I think is going to be good is Knives Out 2. We didn't get a release date or anything. Uh, we had been going over the casting as it had been coming out. This thing has an absolutely killer cast. Uh, if you're like even not counting Daniel Craig, who I thought was great in the first movie, um, they got, I don't even remember. Like, off the top of my head. I just remember... Oh, Edward Norton's in it. Edward Norton's, like, one of my favorite actors of all time. Um, so I know that this thing is, like... It's got a killer cast. Ryan Johnson proved that he can make a murder mystery uh, because all of his, like, stupid diverting the expectations things that he tried to do in Star Wars but got meddled with uh, studio stuff... Um, you funnel that into a story that like works and like is meant to be diverting your expectations and it's good. Um, and that movie is officially coming out later this year. That's all he said. So we'll probably be getting a first trailer for that like really soon. So that's pretty exciting. Um, here's to hoping it's fantastic. I'm excited for Knives Out too. Are you going to see Knives Out too? Probably. Yeah. The first one was pretty good. Um, and I think they're making like three or four. They're trying to make it like um, uh, like a Sherlock Holmes or something where um, Daniel Craig is essentially just going to be going to, you know, different... I, I don't know if it's going to be rich people every time, but it's just going to be... He's going to, like, a big old group of people, and then they're going to be solving a mystery. Um, so the only constant uh, from all of these movies is going to be Daniel Craig. I've, I think his name is, like, Benoit Blanc. I don't remember. It's something it's Blanc. Like yeah. I don't remember his first name. Um, but that is coming out later this year. So good stuff. Uh, and that is pretty much it. Except... Or who asked for this news? Everyone's favorite segment of the show. Oh, boy. It's finally back. Uh, I think this might be the first segment since we're on streaming services, maybe. Hard to, hard to tell at this point. Um, this is a segment where uh, I, I say something uh, that someone is making that literally nobody asked for. So let's get into that. Tall Girl 2 is coming out on Netflix February 11th. <laughs> I've been hurt once, and I'm not going to get hurt again. You're not going to watch Tall Girl no, 2? Absolutely not. Well, I thought it would be funny to, to do another no. commentary track and put it on the podcast no, channel. I, oh. You wouldn't God. watch Tall Girl 2 for content? The first one was so hard to get through. Yeah. It was kind of rough. Yeah. But riddle me this. I feel like there would be there would need to be like a demand from people for it before I'd be like, okay, yeah. I can suffer through this. I don't know if we're going to get any demand. I just thought it would be funny. Yeah, I don't know. Because <laughs> it was our first commentary track. It was, it was. Yeah. Um, so that's coming out in like a couple weeks. I don't know. Netflix just really loves pumping out their teen dramas. Um, yep. 
But, you know, I think they're maybe just trying to cash in on this whole Euphoria season two season, like the, the trend. By releasing something that's nothing like it. Well, you know, they're both authentic high school experiences. Of course. With no uh, exaggerations at all. Yeah. Euphoria is not real. Nobody has that much sex what? in high school. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Nobody's doing coke off of their boyfriend's asshole in yeah. in sophomore year. That's exactly. not true. That's not that's not how it happened. Yeah. College isn't even like that. So Yeah. Everyone in college still uses so the crying laughing emoji. I don't think they're doing that's that. That's true. You yeah. know. So <laughs> there we go. That's all the stuff I have. Great. So I'm going to turn it over to you and do your G-Dang music reviews. Fantastic. Um, one song came out, so it's a very eventful week for me. Oh, wow. Personally. That's exciting. But we got the fourth single to the Black Country New Road album coming out February 4th. Um, I'm guessing this is their last single. I could have said that about the last one, too, though. I hope it's the last one. Yeah, I hope so. There is rumors of them dropping basketball shoes before the album comes out, but I will not be listening to that if it does. So, because um, that—that's like the the golden gem, as I'm kind of picking up from our comment section and everywhere else. So, okay, they, they make a, they perform all their new songs live. So, you could technically spoil most of this for yourself if you just looked up live performances, but I'm not going to do that. It would be funny. Um, it would be funny. But I, I feel like these are the only people that get a pass by dropping half the album in singles. Um, yeah. Because every song literally can, like, satisfy you for weeks on end. But it's the longest one, Snow Globes, at 9 minutes and 13 seconds. Holy moly. Um, yeah, it is fantastic. I don't know what else to say about it. That's, uh, it's going to be an interesting reaction. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, it's very different than the first album. Um, I don't know how I'm going to gauge things yet, but based off the first four singles, this is going to be like the best album of the year for sure. But uh, early, early prediction, of course. But Of course. I don't know. A slow burner of a nine-minute track that has like very beautiful arrangement and then um, a completely... Nuts, wacko, drum, freakout, jazz, drum solo in the middle of it. Um, crazy drumming, like King Gizzard level drumming. So, an interesting oh. song. That, it does not call for it. It's a very interesting song. But, uh, I, I am ready. We've got two weeks. Two yeah. weeks. Two weeks. Um, it's going to be a very long album. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like 10 10 tracks 10 tracks i know basketball shoes is over 10 minutes long mm. all right so i'm gonna assume, I'm assume so because the record i bought it's like on its own side so i don't know how long oh, it is wow. um but it's the closer so okay it could just be like just they had to throw it over to the next side or whatever but true knowing black country there's probably just a super long song yeah um, but I'm looking at the four singles put together, and it's already 25 minutes, so... Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah. So, we will be doing a reaction. It's just going to be... Uh, we'll have to push it back a day, so we're not recording until right. 1 a.m. Yeah. Um, and the, this, this album's going to have to, like, open with a preface where it's like, uh, don't don't really, like, shut your brain off and listen. Um, you have to be patient with it, for sure. You're talking to me? Which, I'm talking just in general oh. for expectations for everybody going into it, I suppose. I don't have any expectations for it. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, everybody has, like, preconceived notions, though, based I mean, off of previous records and things. Yeah. I mean, like, I wasn't, like, the biggest fan of the last record. Mm-hmm. Like, I wasn't, uh, uh, you know. I, I know that, like, you and Bab Jab were super excited for doing the reaction and I was like pretty much planning on sitting this one out, and then you were like, "You need to be in this." So I'm I'm going to be in it, yes. and I'm going to go in with an open heart and an open. You're gonna mind. like this one better, I think. 
That could be, but you it's know, like it's like the more refined version, basically. Okay, well there was there was some good stuff on the original one. Yeah. But like, I'm not the biggest fan of like these slow burn, uh, you know, stuff like that. Uh, the the Schlagenheims, the stuff like this. I mean, slow burn. That's just chaos. But. Yeah, but there was like, like you know, I wouldn't listen to Western, even though I liked Western no. a lot. But well, that, that's what this reaction is going to be like. This is not something you're ever going to listen to again. But like as an album experience, it's a good to have a reaction for it. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. Yeah. I, I'll, you know, I'll listen to just about anything. But I, I like for this new reaction. Like I knew that like you and Bab Jab were going to be super into it, so I was like, I don't know. I don't know if I'm needed. You know, I'm just going to be like, that was fine. Continuity, you know. That's true. Yeah. And I do think that's our best reaction video, so. I think our best reaction video is this Mariah Carey video that is going out today. Well, actually, yeah, as as this podcast is coming out, the Mariah Carey video is out today on the Boy Time channel. Why don't you give it a peek? Hit it up. Do you like 90s R&B? Are you a fan of the Christmas song that she made? Then you should definitely check out our reaction to Butterfly. Okay. Brilliant. That's it for the plug. I don't know what our, nice. our, my favorite reaction is. Like, I don't know. Uh, I feel like we had a lot to talk about in Black Country because every song had so much to it. But I suppose. It's the yeah. most like cut through, like, wow, I'm proud of this video. Okay. Well, I I have not seen the film, frankly. I, nice. I was there in the recording process, and I have not seen the, the final project. You, you edited it, so... I edited it? Yeah, that was yours to edit. Then I am insanely proud of Black Country <laughs> New Road. I think it is very, uh, very easily the, the best one that we have done so far. Um can you cut that out? Can you just cut that part out of the podcast where I you're editing it? this too? I edit the podcast. Yeah. Uh, um, I don't, I, I don't know how to edit the podcast. It's unfortunate. How are we supposed to end it then? I, I haven't been doing like an outro or anything. We haven't done outros in three years. It's not changing. That's what I'm saying. Like, I thought that you were just going to edit in an outro. No. Oh. So I didn't even have the login to the streaming service uploader. So. Well, then how are we going to end it? 